Welcome to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... I've played D&D and other tabletop RPGs a good bit, mostly as the DM, but this tale is from one of the rare times I get to play as an adventurer. Names have been altered. Our cast of characters, Ed, our DM, Mandy, Ed's girlfriend and an elven wizard named Lynn, Name might be wrong cause bad memory. Joe, friend of Ed and mine, playing a halfling bard named Slash. Yes, THE Slash. Gabriel, our player in question, playing a human cleric named Theogard. Me, playing a Warforged fighter named G-15-0, or Giso as he was called. The setting was homebrew, the plot was very cool but doesn't really matter to this story. A little backstory is important to understand what happens next, both in the game's universe and in real life. Gabriel was Ed's and Joe's friend, and they invited him to our table. They seemed to be good friends, and I was happy we'd have another player with us. He seemed a bit awkward and shy. It was cute at first, but the cuteness quickly faded. It began to become a pretty big issue the more the sessions went on, and it became increasingly clear that he was just pretty unlikable and downright controlling. He would tell Ed what to do, instead of just letting Ed do his thing, and then proceed to sigh in the most dramatic and condescending way every time Ed chose not to listen to him. Alright, let's get to the important part, or more specifically, important character, Jiso. Jiso was a warforged who deserted from his military grounds after developing free will. He adopted a human identity and the name Jiso. He used a mask to disguise his face due to the fact that he was wanted by the kingdom that built him. I made him pretend to be deformed and immune after time as a soldier, and he would speak through writing on a paper and passing it to the players. It justified the mask, and it was a pretty fun gimmick that helped hide his identity. During a battle against one of the big bad evil guy's generals, about eight sessions into the game, a giant heavily armored minotaur with a magic prosthetic hoof who was about to put that prosthetic hoof through Jisoo's skull. The minotaur reeled back and punted Jisoo against the wall face first. The mask shattered on impact. Jisoo lay there, dying, face completely revealed to the world. The rest of the party finishes killing the boss and comes to help Jisoo, who is down and teetering on the edge of death. I take off his metal mask and pour the greater healing potion into his mouth, Gabriel said. No, no, you can't. That isn't his mask. That's his face. What do you mean, that's his face? Gabriel asked, dumbfounded. That's his face. Jisoo's face is made of metal, Ed clarified. Gabriel just looked confused and leaned back in his chair for a second. He stays quiet for a moment, obviously trying to wrap his mind around what Ed had just said. Ed asked Mandy to roll a history check on me. She succeeded, and then Ed explained what a Warforged is to the group. Everyone seemed pretty excited, except for Gabriel, who just looked confused. That look of confusion turned into burgeoning anger and a grimace. And I don't think I will ever forget the next words that came out of that guy's mouth. Ed, can I talk to you for a second? In private? Gabriel said, rising from his chair, red-faced and visibly angry. Gabriel and Ed left the room and went to talk in the kitchen. Joe sighed deeply, and both Mandy's and Joe's expression of excitement faded. I asked what's wrong. Gabe is being Gabe again. I don't know why now, Joe said. Apparently this wasn't the first time that Gabriel disliked another player's character choice and complained to the DM. The two came back after about 10 minutes and Gabriel looked furious. Ed looked like he was seconds away from jumping off the nearest bridge. Speaking in character now, Gabriel petulantly stated, I refuse to heal an unnatural being. For the next hour or so, Gabriel is mostly silent and just stares at Ed and I from time to time, with this livid look on his face. 
Jisoo is helped by Lin and Slash, and we continue the rest of the adventure and loot some stuff. Gabriel in particular jumped to grab the greatsword the Minotaur had dropped and blocked me from getting any decent loot. The next day after this session, Gabriel texted me. I feel it's very important to point out that I had never given him my phone number, nor did I have his. Brace yourself. He was demanding that I retire Jisoo and roll up a new character. Under the excuse that Warforged were just robots, and that was breaking the fantasy setting and the game's rules. Obviously, I refused. Then the unbelievable prick had the audacity of threatening to kick me out of the game if I didn't do so. Just so we're clear, he was not the DM. I arrived for the next session at Ed's house. Lo and behold, Gabriel was already there. He glared daggers at me, just seething with anger. Ed would later tell me that Gabriel had shown up early just to ask him to kick me out of the game. Surprisingly, the session was going relatively smoothly. It was a bit hard to ignore the elephant in the room, especially with how passive-aggressive he was acting, but we progressed through it. Up until a certain point in the story, Jisoo, Lin, Theogard, and Slash all returned to the tavern to talk to the employer who had contracted them to kill the Minotaur to get their payment. Slash put on a show to entertain the folk while we talked to the employer. Here's the rub. This particular NPC was part of the kingdom that built my character. When it was revealed to my party that I was a Warforged, I told them my actual backstory. I revealed the Maker's Crest branded on my chest, which identified which kingdom I had belonged to. It also happened to be the same crest that the NPC had. Let's just say that when Gabriel put two and two together, things went south really quickly. Gabriel had explicitly told the NPC that I was Warforged. More specifically, a wanted Warforged that had abandoned his kingdom. Ed was pretty much forced to follow up with what Gabriel was doing, and I don't blame him. He unmasked me in front of the NPC and blew my cover. All of the town's guards converged on Lynn and I while we were trying to escape. Unfortunately, we were caught. Well, I guess now that they killed you, you're gonna have to roll a new character. Hopefully you pick one that fits the game you're playing, Gabriel said. His words oozed with sarcasm. Ed, my lord and savior. Sweet, sweet Ed. Oh, actually, Jisoo, you weren't killed. They shut your motion down, but you're still alive and you're now being carried to a prison alongside Lin. I wish I was able to take a picture of Gabriel's face at that moment. He looked like he was about to pull a knife and stab Ed and myself on the spot. His little tirade has been censored and changed due to the sheer number of obscenities, but use your imagination and put one word after every other word. Are you kidding me? Are you going to let him run around as a robot? We were supposed to play real D&D, not this sci-fi crap. Gabriel shouted. Everyone tries to keep their cool. Ed grabbed Gabriel and pulled him into the kitchen. We only hear some muffled shouts of bullshit and screw you coming from the kitchen. Joe loses his mind at some point and begins to laugh hysterically at the situation, while Mandy just looked concerned. After this session, Ed announced that Gabriel would not be joining us again. He also told us that if we wanted to, he would retcon the events of the guards taking us to the prison. And he'd write that after completing the mission, the guard got his payment and left the group. Unfortunately, that wouldn't be the last time we heard from him, but that's a story for another day. We had to stop the campaign due to real-life stuff, and sadly never got back to it, and sadly I don't think we ever will. In hindsight, I think I should have seen this coming. He was kind of a jerk once he started to get along with the rest of the group, and he did get creepy with Mandy and some NPCs a few times. Gabriel was also very much a control freak, and would act a little similar to this whenever he got nerfed by the DM, or when Ed told him that he couldn't do something. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time! <laughs>